It's cheaper by the pound. It's Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Everything here has been done on faith and a commitment to excellence. Commitment to each other. One, it means religion. Two, it means family. People care about you. Not just because you win or because things go well, but they genuinely care. The other thing it means to me is a set of standards. You are special. Nobody gives you anything in this world. People can give you money, give you wealth, give you fame. One thing nobody in this world can give you, man, is respect. Self-respect you have for yourself, the way you play the game, and the way you believe, the way you do things. This is a game of respect, respect, respect. You represent everybody that came before you. And everybody that'll come after you. The spirit is something that's within you. You gotta listen to that spirit, you gotta fight for it, you gotta believe it. The spirit, the will to win, and the will to excel, these are the things that endure. The quality of any man's life has got to be a full measure of that man's personal commitment to excellence and to victory, regardless what field he may be in. To the winner, there is 100% elation, 100% laughter, 100% fun. Now, Rick and Bubba. Seven minutes, almost eight minutes after the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to the kickoff hour here on the Rick and Bubba Show. We thank you for being with us, the number 866-WE-BE-BIG. Right now we're internless because of COVID-19, so uh, we uh, are helping share duties during the main show and screen phone calls. During this hour, though, uh, we could do unscreened phone calls, so be looking for that if you want to join in on the conversation. Eddie Van Adler, he's got TV rolling for another week here on the Rick and Bubba Show as we start things up. We thank him for being here today. A lot to discuss. Uh, we got some guests. We got a charity charge today. And I think we got a hurricane forming in the Gulf. Good night, alive. Uh, we've got a lot to talk about. But first, let's bring them in. Over to my right, it is Mr. Greg Burgess and Michael Helms. <laughs> What's up, guys? How are y'all? Oh, Man. back Good. again. Back yeah. again. How about Boy, that? Here we, here we are. Here we are. <laughs> Here we is. Here we is. A uh, little uh, over an hour from now, we have got uh, Dr. Burks is supposed to be here, White House oh, uh, Coronavirus Scarf. Task Force Coordinator. Scarf. Uh, Scarf will be with us. Uh, hopefully we won't slip up and call her that during the uh, interview, but she'll be with us to uh, talk a little bit of COVID-19. I know she was, uh, I think, Friday in the state of Alabama uh, and uh, came through the state, talked college football and bars opening and closing at college campuses and, and how that looks. Uh, we have uh, a number of things to talk to her about, and that'll be in about uh, an hour and 10 minutes from now. We will we'll talk to Span today. I know the guys are going to want to talk to him. I think we got a hurricane forming in the Gulf, and it's got everybody on the Gulf Coast looking uh, out towards the, the south on when it'll be here, and I think it's going to bring a lot of rain, and I'm talking about a ton of rain. A lot of rain. Uh, and we'll see how that plays out, but we'll talk to Span today. Also today is a charity charge. Uh, Good News Support Ministries is – the beneficiary of the charity charge today at Buffalo Wild Wings, 10% of food sales at participating Buffalo Wild Wings will go to Good News Support Ministries. 
uh, and there's a number of locations in the Birmingham market. I know all of you around the country uh, can't participate, but a large majority of you can, uh, and uh, those locations are in the Birmingham metro, so go out and enjoy some food at Buffalo Wild Wings. And that is all food sales, so that means carryouts and stuff at those locations do count if you don't want to go in and sit down, but you want to uh, carry out uh, you know, a meal or something like that, you can do so. Good News Support Ministries uh, benefiting from today's charity charge. Uh, so uh, how was y'all's weekend, guys? That's guys, good. How was y'all's good. weekend, guys? <clears throat> a little quick, but it's good. Yeah, Leo, mine I was, was a little quick. Yeah, mine was low-key. I, I, uh, <clears throat> we didn't do a whole lot. Um, didn't go out of town. I did play tennis um, Saturday morning and mm-hmm. Saturday afternoon. Um, that was with my daughter. Saturday morning was all about the boys. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but outside of that, watched a little tennis, watched a little bit of college football on Saturday. Are y'all, are we going to talk a little bit? Are we going to talk about, um, and and I knew in the Marco Polo, you you haven't said speedy. I know I've heard this from you before where all your kids start wearing your stuff and you can't find anything. So you just grab what you can. Uh, and I understand that you had to wear Caroline's hat to go play tennis. So this is great. I forgot all about this. So Saturday morning, um, I was frustrated. I I made the mistake and this is a good mistake, but I was kind of regretting at the time. I was a little late for me. It was like two minutes before we were actually supposed to play is when I arrived. And I like getting there early, you Mm -hmm. know, 15, 20 minutes, kind of get loose. Sure. And I was scrounging around the house looking for a hat. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I my kids have got to that age where they're starting to grab things out of my tennis bag. Hats, wristbands, dampeners, um, things that you will use for tennis. Mm-hmm. And I'm getting sick and tired of going through their tennis bags and getting my stuff. <laughs> and so when I couldn't find a hat Saturday morning, I said, you know what? I'm just going in one of the kids' rooms and grabbing the first hat I can find. I don't care if it's theirs or not. There it is. So I found one. I saw that it was white, and I mm-hmm. thought, hey, I'm going to grab this <laughs> white hat and, and get gone. <clears throat> and uh, got in the car and realized that it had a real nice pink <laughs> logo on the front of it. And I thought, well, you're in now. Well, you, you know, pink's, pink's in. Greg likes pink. That big oh, yeah. statement you made when you left, <laughs> kind of screaming at everybody, <laughs> you, you got to wear it now. Yeah. And so uh, I know why. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so uh, well, I, I suggested got an update that. on that. By the way, I'll tell you in a minute. I suggested uh, that on Marco Polo. I didn't hear anything from y'all. On that. Interesting update on that. Um, <laughs> and so I wore I wore a pink logoed hat. There it is. Um, out on the tennis court Saturday morning. No one really questioned it. Uh, I did ask one of my other buddies, mm. Chad, uh, who I was playing with. I hey, said, Chad. I said, Chad. Mm. I said, you know, I said, I don't know if you've noticed, I'm wearing a pink logoed hat. <laughs> And I said, you know, I, and I made the, I told him, I said, you, what happened? I said, uh-huh. this is why I want you to know you're my partner. And I want you to know why. <laughs> I feel like we'll play better together. Right, because I know if, you're looking if, at this hat. If you know. <laughs> I said, but, you know, there's a lot of men here today that are probably just wondering, why is he wearing a pink hat? Yeah. Uh, so, anyway, but that was fun. We had a good time. And then Caroline drug me back out to the courts later on that afternoon uh, but outside of that, did you give I her was, back her, her hat? I did. When you went, okay. Did. Of course, yeah, no, li- the, the, no, hey, no, this hey, is hey, funny. Listen. Hey, honey, here's your hat back. So Amanda came in. Look, I'll sweat. I'm a sweater. Oh, I mean, yeah. it is. I mean, I, At I least go you through, got hair to stop. I it. go through like three shirts when I'm playing mm-hmm. uh, a couple sets. And <clears throat> Amanda got home from work and took Maddie and Caroline to the pool for a couple hours. And Amanda come walking through. She goes, hey, she goes, Caroline's got this white hat. It's got a pink Adidas logo on it. Do you know where it's at? And I'm like, you do not want that right now. It is soaked with sweat. 
So I got in trouble with her. I thought I'd get in trouble with the kids. You ruined that hat. I have. I have ruined that. It's so. a sopping just mess. It's nasty. It's I mean, it, well, you can wring sweat out of it. <laughs> I don't uh, know where that is. Let me. Th- you know, your mom might have moved it. I don't. Oh, wait a minute. That's what I wore. So did that. I love the fact though that the guy that's on that that's your partner on on your side of the net. You said, okay, look, let's just get this out of the way. I wanted to get out. In front I know of it. you're looking at my yeah. hat, but yeah. I, let me give you the storyline behind it, and that way we can move on. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was funny uh, because I remember now. At least your kids. You know, are still young and, you know, not your size, Braden and all that, you know, not so much the girls, but, but boy, I tell you what, having, having three boys, when they all get to the age where they can wear large, extra large and all this kind of stuff, you just lose everything. I mean, I'm talking about when we, when we moved Tyler back from, from college, I found half my closet. I'm like, well, here's all my stuff. (laughs) He just took it with him. I didn't even know why. I was wondering where these shorts were. I love these shorts. I think you know, I think the JC's biggest, done the same thing. I think the biggest wake up call was when Amanda looked at me and said, "Why on earth would you wear a teenage girl's hat to play tennis with Ben?" Mm-hmm. And I thought, "Babe, that's a really good point." You know what? Yeah, needed that's a hat. good question. How about this? Needed a hat and panic. I did. I did. I did. <laughs> Look, I messed up and asked Maddie if she wanted eggs before I left, thinking there's no way she'd want eggs. I was just trying to be a good father, <laughs> and she took me up on it. <laughs> And it put me, it put me late. Put I had to behind. make some eggs before I left. That's good. <laughs> All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. 15 minutes past the hour. A lot happening today. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-one minutes past the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Rick and Bubba Show. Kickoff hour is live. We've kind of set the table for the day. It is Charity Charge Day today. Good News Support Ministries is benefiting from today's Charity Charge and participating Buffalo Wild Wings. Go out and enjoy some great food uh, for a great cause. Uh, we will uh, check in with Span today. We've got the uh, what's the name of the the uh, tropical depression? I, I've got to look uh, look up the Sally. Name. Sally. I knew it started with an S. I almost said Sandy, but it's Sally. Uh, that should um, develop into a hurricane uh, within the next 24 hours, they say. Now uh, you've got me questioning whether or not it's Sally I don't know. or not. I uh, think it's Sally. I think it is, too. I was about to print it for the boys. Uh, so we'll check in with him. That's going to affect uh, a large portion of the Gulf Coast uh, from uh, you know New Orleans all the way down to Tallahassee uh, and maybe even a little further. So we'll check in with him. Dr. Burks uh, will be with us today. Uh, the White House uh, Coronavirus Task Force Coordinator. Uh, we'll check in with her in uh, about an hour from now. Uh, so a lot happening. We'll uh, recap weekends and look ahead to this week. Now, speaking of looking back, Helmsy, I saw you. Uh, what looked to be like you, uh, you, you got on social media and posted goodbye to social media. I did. I sure uh, did. And and uh, you 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 kind of uh, you put out a link of a Netflix um, documentary or, or special. Uh, that broke down social media and what they're really all about. And so, is that is this it for you? Or? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. All right. So let me let me preface this with a couple mm-hmm. things. One, this is something that my wife and I and our family have been working through for I'd really say months, um, years, probably a stretch, but months. And and when I say working through it, I mean talking through it with the kids and praying through it. And um, 
you know, you know, I can get addicted to things. I'm, I'm, you know, I don't go all in. I go all in with the things that I do, and and several members of our family as well. And so, um, I the I love technology. I think technology is fantastic, and I think there's a lot of good things that come with technology, and I will continue to use technology. Social media, on the other hand, uh, and and here's another thing: if you haven't seen this documentary and you don't understand what we're talking about then I would just highly recommend you watch it. I, now, I don't think you ought to comment and, and send emails and, and uh, make you little funny derogatory quips if you don't know what you're talking about. And social Dilemma? Is the that Social the Dilemma. The Social Dilemma. It's on Netflix. On Netflix. This Netflix. was kind of the, the, the last straw for us when we saw this. So we just sat down. I had no idea about it. We just sat down and, and started watching it. And I think the most alarming thing, so basically what this is, is tech experts, uh, they're sounding the alarm on dangerous human impact of social media. And, and it's things that we already knew. Every one of us know this. We've heard this. We've heard physicians say this. We've heard parents say this. Um, there's plenty of data out there that tells you that social media is not good for our society. But I think the most alarming part of this was this is not a conspiracy. This is not a documentary that somebody's trying to pull something over on you and get you to believe in something. These are tech experts. These are founders of Facebook, Twitter, Google. These are the guys that put this stuff together. And they're telling you, hey, y'all are being played. We're changing your behavior. We're putting things in your mind that you didn't even have to begin with. When you haven't touched your phone in a little bit, we know it. And we're going to give you an alert to make you pick up your phone. It may be that we pick up your phone on a weather alert, but hey, we know that once you grab it, you're going into TikTok and Twitter Mm -hmm. because you can't do anything otherwise. We're being played like a bunch of chumps, period. And it was just, it's, it's just a, it's an eye opening deal for those of you that follow social media. Also, I'm not saying you got to get rid of it or anybody listening, but for us as a family, we've decided, you know what, it's a big waste of time for us anyway. And knowing now that we've really been able to put a, a real good look under the hood based off this documentary, we're just, we're just done with it. So. Yeah, I saw I saw that. I was like, okay, and and I saw the special you were talking about. Now, Greg, I believe you've seen it, right? Yeah. I just saw the trailer and um, and look look to maybe watch it this week. <clears throat> what did you think of it, Greg? Well, I, I wasn't surprised. It wasn't nothing like I said we hadn't really talked about. We, you know, you wonder when we we make a joke. Well, just go in a restaurant and look around. People sit there. Nobody. They're all staring at their phone. Mm-hmm. You know, and again, it's not even they say no things. It wasn't an intention of anything evil. Yeah. Bottom line, we got to monetize what we have, and the way to do that is to draw people in. And the more people we draw, the more money we make. And I mean, there it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they like you said, they do. They know when you're not looking when you are, and they'll send you a alert. Or I mean, like we say, things that you like. You know, they'll send mm-hmm. you. You may like this. You may like that. I mean, we knew that, but it's all geared basically to make you just. Get, or I don't know if that's what they their intention was, but basically some people, and again, ind- different individuals handle it different ways, but some people, a lot of people, get in it, and it basically rules their lives. Like they had a story going with it, like a you know that was made up that about was a family, and you know, and talking about like trying to take it away from a kid for a week and how they lose their mind and all that. I mean, guys, we've talked about it before. What was yeah. it? 
last winter, the kid got mad because his dad took his uh, phone from him and he ran out in the snowstorm and, and died. Yeah, remember? Yeah, yeah so, lost it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Especially that generation. That's who you really need to look out for. Yeah. Is this this bunch? And they're talking about how, like, if you're on there and you take pictures, and people say, "Oh, look at you! You know, with your big ears and all this stuff," and how that leads to kids being all mm-hmm. tore up about it, and they're worried more about you know their post and what they look like, social bullying think. and all yeah, that. Yeah, all that. Yeah, we sat our uh, kids down and made them watch this. Uh, and what Greg's talking about with the manipulation side of it, and the kind of the skit <clears> that they played out—I don't know if you'd call it a skit, but it's a—they kind of a real life experience. It's a fictional story, and they show mm-hmm. you how the algorithms work. Yeah, and uh, it's very eye-opening. It really is. I mean, but they're, they, they're finding a way to drive people to be there because that's yeah. how you monetize mm-hmm. it. And, and and like you said, they don't think it was no evil intent. No, they didn't. It's, that, just, it's people, funny to hear them talk can't about that. Stuff they anymore. can't. We, yeah. we can't. You're right. We can't call ourselves. Right. You know what's funny, too, is um, one of the comments in there, he talked about how, um, you know, that high and that that energy you get from a slot machine and the sounds and the things and the dings and the, the, the visual side of that. Well, imagine carrying that slot machine with you 24-7. Um, that's, that's alarming. And, and one of the biggest quotes, there are only two industries that call their customers users, illegal drugs, illegal drugs and software companies. Mm -hmm. And so that's a, I mean, you just, a lot of these things, um, again, you, you can do whatever, um, you want to, but, and I I don't want to, people are confusing that post. Uh, I, I don't know why, but a lot of people are saying, they're they're tying this back to that that thing cuties on Netflix that everybody's up in arms about. For some reason, I, they're they're sending an email going, well, maybe this goes in line with what you're. This is completely different than that. Um, I, I don't understand why that's even being brought up at this point. Um, uh, I think what I saw was a comment on if are are you are are you going to do away with all streaming and everything because i guess some of these platforms push some of these other agendas and these shows well i can i can say this no i think netflix has good before cuties netflix was putting out garbage before cuties i hate to break it to everybody um i I hate it took teenage girls twerking for people to get riled up about it but there's plenty of garbage prior to that but there's also some really good things on netflix there's i mean you you got you got Christian documentaries all the way through it. So if you take that away, you don't, you know, it's a choice. The social media thing, though, is a behavior deal that you better look out for. They're controlling you. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-five minutes until top of the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Rick and Bubba Show. Uh, it is the kickoff hour, and we do appreciate you as always. Next hour, we have got uh, Dr. Burks with us. Uh, she'll be visiting. She was in the state of Alabama on Friday. We'll talk to her. She's the White House Coronavirus Response Coordinator, and we'll talk to Dr. Burks. Also, we'll talk to Span today. The Gulf Coast is bracing for Sally uh, to possibly become uh, a new hurricane. Uh, and uh, that looks to be impacting a large portion of the Rick and Bubba audience, so we'll check in with him. It's Charity Charge Day, so the table is set. If you missed um, the last segment, we broke down uh, a post that some of you have been looking at uh, from Helmsy over this past weekend after he watched the Netflix series uh, The Social 
what was it called? The, the social dilemma. The social dilemma. Uh, and even though you knew a lot of this, it was pretty eye opening. And uh, you said the last straw there. So, yeah. so y'all are out. Yeah. And I don't want, you know, it's, it, I, I've already, I've gotten an email yesterday that said, Ooh, look at me. I went on social media to tell people I'm not on social media. Well, the reason, there's two reasons. <laughs> Do you I, think it was that there's, voice? There's two were... reasons I did that yeah. for, for the DAs that there's think like that. Oh. One, I interact with people on social media, so I wanted to be able to say, if you need me, here's my email address. Mm. Okay. So that was the main reason. Right. And two, I wanted to make people aware of this. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. So um, if if that was really the only reason I posted it, would I have li- rather have just posted uh, nothing and just deleted accounts and moved on? Sure. Mm-hmm. But um, you won't see me out there. This is one of those things that, that I'm serious about, and it wasn't a decision that we made overnight this has been months and months of and like i said this was kind of the last straw now what i will say uh back to the whole because this is the question you brought it up too i don't i don't know where you read that about the um because um, people are confusing this it was, with it was on your post it was uh well, I, I, you, you posted it and i you'll I have guess. to read it because i don't I, I hadn't seen it what my point is because i've gotten some emails too with why well, i can't even believe you'd watch netflix because of this cuties thing mm-hmm. well here's the difference that you people need to hang on to okay the reason that the social dilemma is so disturbing to me and it's again it's things we know they're actually manipulating our thoughts and behaviors they're putting thoughts in our mind that we didn't even know we would have with netflix i have a choice when i sit down i actually pick out what i'm wanting to watch i have a choice i don't have that choice with social media they're changing my behavior Mm -hmm. i didn't ask for that but i can there's a big huge difference do y'all see where i'm going with this Mm -hmm. so i'm working through the whole i hear you loud and clear and i commend you commend you folks who have gone out and said you know what, because of this, I'm not, because of Cuties and some of these other shows, I'm getting rid of Netflix altogether. I commend you for it. I'm not there yet. I'll continue to work through that. Um, or you can find something in anything. You have, Absolutely. I mean, we might have to get through, get rid of these Macs. Yeah. Uh, we might have to, you know, I mean, you can find, <coughs> you can find something in anything that we use because it's out there. But social me. media, when you know the manipulation that's coming from, and these are tech experts. This is not a conspiracy thing. These are tech experts that run these companies. Um, are sitting there telling you that algorithms are being, they've been created and their opinions and code. Well, that's huge. Okay. And then the other tie in this, and Greg can speak to this too, they got into the political discussion of this too, towards the end and how this affects politics and how fake news on Twitter um, is six times greater than true news on Twitter. And, that was alarming to me to know that there's that much manipulation going on. And they even said, they said, you know, you hear all the time about the Russians hacking the election. And one guy said, the Russians didn't hack anything. The Russians just used a tool that every single person out there has access to. They were just better at it, period. Mm -hmm. And so, um, anyway, it's a, look, watch it, uh, enjoy it. I would recommend you sit your kids down because I think they need to see it. Um, just to see what it's doing to their mind and their brain and how it'll explain a lot to them. It's one thing if we sit down and talk to kids about social media, but when they can see it actually being played out in this Mm -hmm. little skit that goes along with uh, every, like Greg said a minute ago, he said that that was kind of silly. And I agree with him. It was silly that if they could have took that part out, I, I wouldn't have even cared. 
But that's key. That's the part that really got to my kids watching it going, oh, wow, so this is what they're doing with all that. I understand it now. Me just explaining it from a technical aspect, but when they play it out the way they do in this little skit, hmm. it's pretty intriguing. <laughs> it gets an 8-year-old's attention, I'll tell you that, and yeah. a 12-year-old right, and a 15-year-old. Yeah. Or a thirteen-year-old and a fifteen-year-old. Yeah, yeah. They had like it was like this. It was really the same guy playing all three people. Yeah, and they were like that been, bothered they you. They were too. watching this this certain kid. Oh, he hadn't been. He hadn't checked his phone. Let's send him this. Let's send him that. You know, it was kind of corny, but I get it. Like yeah. you say, and I was able to go to Caroline. I said, Caroline, when you get up in the morning and you see this thing on your phone, um, these notifications from certain things, I said they've realized that you haven't been on your phone in eight hours. They want you to pick the phone up. Mm-hmm. That's why that's there. That's why they sent you that notification. And she was like, oh, okay. But they really mm-hmm. go into the detail about, and the way they're doing it is, <clears throat> okay, he was here last, and this is interested to inter- interesting to him here. So let's hit him with an ad here on Instagram, and then let's hit him right here on Twitter with this. And the, the way they're manipulating, now it's algorithms that are doing this. Obviously, there's not human beings yeah. sitting there doing it. But it's still happening, whether you want to believe it or not. Let me ask you a question, because uh, this is just something I don't know. But when you said sending sending notifications to your phone, can can't you turn some of that off on your you phone? You can, um, but when you're scroll, you can't turn the hey, I'm scrolling through things and no, they're populating no. yeah, things there. Right, yeah, um, that's that's how they get you. But yeah, you can. Mm-hmm. But telling a uh, and I've done that. There was one guy, one of the main guys that said towards the end, he said, um, I, I think he was a Facebook or Google. One of the first founders, he said, you know, I, I took all social media off my phone. And he said, if it doesn't impact me or I don't need emergency, all of my no- notifications are gone. Like, you know, as far as like text and email and stuff like that. There was one guy even talking about how addicted he got to email. Um, and this base, this, the main guy that put this out, which I think it probably took a lot of courage to, for him to get this out there like that. Um, he basically sat down and wrote this big memo. He there was a lot of things going on that were bothering him. Mm-hmm. He was like, "This is I can't be the only one thinking that this is going on." And he's one of the in, guys on the inside yeah. that developed mm-hmm. it. And, I it. Yeah, and and so he he sends this big memo out to like a hundred of his closest friends within the company, and he said everybody was going, "Hey." I'm so glad you brought this up. I've been thinking the same thing. Didn't know who to tell, whatever. It's just, look, it's alarming. It, it is messing with our human behavior. It really is. All right, it's so uh, one thing that gets me is, and we've talked about this, and it's gotten worse over the last year or two, is we'll be talking about something, and then you pick up your phone, and you start seeing ads for things you yeah. just talked about. Something yeah. weird happened to me this past weekend, and it really freaked me out. I didn't talk about uh, this product i was actually in the store and i picked the product up and was just looking at it i never mentioned it and i promise you i got in the car and i opened that's my funny. phone and there was a notification about that product that's hilarious and that freaked me out yeah. to the point where i'm like okay what's up um I, I tyler if, was the first one years ago that claimed you know now he didn't know hey they're listening to us you know because he started seeing like we'd be sitting around in the kitchen or wherever and he'd, we'd be talking about something and then he'd pick up his phone and there'd be an ad, you know, or some type of header that came across whatever story he was looking at or on social media, there'd be a little blurb that popped up about what we were talking about. It's like, good night. They're listening to us, dad. And I'm like, buddy, calm down. And then it got worse and then to the point where it's all the time now. 
Good gracious! You know, all there's the time. It, it, you can hear that scary. You can hear us talking about this. You can even watch the social dilemma, and you may walk away going, "You know what? I really don't have an issue with social media, but I'm not that person." See, I'm the person that gets in front of Instagram. There's two things that why mm-hmm. I got rid. I'm the type of person that gets in front of this stuff and will stay for way longer than I need to. Mm-hmm. So that's one problem. Okay, and I admit that. And there are a lot of you out there that's the same way. Some of you can pick it up once a week and never think twice about it. Mm-hmm. I'm not that guy. But the other thing uh, that that got me was the manipulation. That and I can't I can't go any further knowing I'm being manipulated. What, and you're and you're and it's happening without you knowing and understand. They're putting things in your mind and in your thoughts and changing your behavior and you don't even know what's happening. Because you're so caught up in what you're doing, it's they're feeding that over and over and over. And that was the thing that, that really bothered me. You add an addictive behavior on top of that, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. All right. Well, there we go. Yeah, but you'll still, I mean, be able to do your job here and, yeah. and, and post things that yeah. we need. Yeah, I don't, you, I don't need personal accounts, though. Yeah. Helmsy's out, y'all. Helmsy's out. Greg's been out for a while. Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying the whole thing. It just didn't really affect me because, exactly. my, you know, my kids are older. You yeah. know, I don't have to worry about all that. I, I did, I've never been that yeah. interested. And I'm not saying that that yeah. makes me special. Yeah. I guess I'm just a little behind. Rick and Bubba, yeah. Rick and Bubba. Tasted fire, I'm ready to come alive. I can't just shut it up and fake that I'm alright. I'm ready now, I'm not waiting for the afterlife. Ten minutes until top of the hour. How are you doing? Thank you for being with us. This portion of the show brought to you by our friends at mypillow.com. That's mypillow.com. Use promo code Bubba. And you can get some truly amazing deals right now at MyPillow.com under Radio Specials button. So use the promo code Bubba, and don't forget that Radio Specials button. Excuse me. Uh, They've got a number of different things. All of the MyPillow products, uh, that promo code uh, under Radio Specials button, that will unleash uh, the great deals and the great prices available at MyPillow.com. Their products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and terrific warranty. Go to MyPillow.com, click on Radio Specials, then use that promo code Bubba for special savings on any or all of the items uh, that uh, uh, are uh, listed there at MyPillow.com. Like, uh, they've got mattress toppers to improve your sleep and keep you cool. Body pillows are $60 off. Uh, Dog beds are $19.99. So, to get some of those specials I just mentioned uh, and look at some other things, even uh, they've got, uh, they're selling reusable face masks that can be washed and dried. Uh, so check all of that out uh, and go to MyPillow.com, click Radio Specials, and then use promo code Bubba. Or as always, if you just want a shortcut, boom. The default can always be RickandBubba.com. Click on Sponsors, and then you'll see a full list of our sponsors. So uh, <clears throat> we've uh, broke down a number of different things in <clears throat> Helmsy's post uh, that now makes more sense for those of you that were wondering what's going on on social media, saying he's gone uh, from social media as far as his personal account goes. Uh, and uh, the Netflix special did him in and said, all right, I knew it was there, but it's I'm out. Uh, we've got uh, our, uh, the Gulf Coast residents bracing for Sally, who's going to become a hurricane, Sally. they think, uh, by mid-afternoon today. <clears throat> we'll, we'll talk to Span about that a little bit later 
Uh, and then Dr. Burks will be with us uh, in about 30 minutes from now to talk some COVID-19. I understand she was in the state of Alabama Friday. Uh, and, um, and, you know, college football is here. The NFL's here. It was kind of interesting to see how, you know, like I think the Kansas City Chiefs and the Jacksonville Jaguars uh, are the only two that are allowing fans in there at all. Yeah. And the Jaguars having some fans in there, and it was a certain percentage could be in there and all this kind of stuff. One of the funniest posts, though, I saw over the weekend was um, – and and I don't even know if they played. Did Kansas play? Uh, the the Big Twelve I know is they're they're I, I playing. Don't think, I don't know I don't if they played or started not. Yet. But it was Oklahoma a, did play. It was a, a yep. it, it was an absolute hilarious post that unfortunately <clears throat> Helmsy you can't see. Uh, but yeah, y'all but, have to share all that right with me now. Um, but it was a, a, a funny post. Is like how come Kansas is allowing full capacity and nobody else can, and it's an empty stadium. They're just That's making hilarious. fun of Kansas. <laughs> That's funny. And uh, which was kind of funny. But um, I would like to point out that the two teams in the NFL that had fans won. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say this too. Yeah. I'll give them this. The, the TV people, your crowd noise thing works really good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. it makes me feel better. Yeah. It makes you feel better. How about they said that they took. Uh, each team was responsible for sending audio of like the last couple of years of just um, the ambient noise of what it's like to be in the stadium and, and stuff like that. So it's true to each home stadium, and then that's the that's the the crowd noise that they used. And I know a lot of it sounded like it was the same, but at least each team was able to do they that. They also said there was a limit on the decibels, how high mm-hmm. it could be, how yeah. loud. Yeah, and they were talking about how the. The Superdome usually is – you can't mm-hmm. hear. Right. If you, like they were down at the goal line one time. They said, now, normal situation, Tom Brady would be having to do hand signals. Uh-huh. But now yeah. they, the decibel is so low that they don't have to do it. So yeah. Because that shows you about how the crowd noise can play, you know, as far as communication. But Yeah. But they have a limit on how loud it can be. So okay. you don't have to worry about that. Sure. <laughs> it was funny. They said, boy, he better be glad because if this was a full Superdome, he'd be hearing it by uh-huh. now. So for the SEC fans, they don't even we don't even get to see really any action until the twenty sixth. So we still it. got one more weekend to kind of sit through some stuff, but some others are playing. Clemson played, looked I didn't watch it. Yeah, uh, I, I watched let me Wake rephrase Forest. that. I watched about ten plays and it looked like it was pretty ugly for, for Wake Forest. <laughs> Wake Forest, yeah. Um Oklahoma killed some Missouri State. I wrote some scores down. Notre Dame played. They played Duke. Mm-hmm. I didn't mm-hmm. see that, but they won twenty seven to thirteen. Yeah. Um, North Carolina played and uh, mm-hmm. beat they Syracuse thirty-one to six. And yep. That was re- I, that was the ones I wrote Texas down. Texas kind of. Uh, I mean, um, they, they looked good. <clears throat> well, I think they were playing. Um, who was it? Uh, University of Texas. Oh, uh, who was it? El Paso. I can't remember. UTEP, anyway, I think so. I, it was that. It. I can't remember. They. Of the course, they right. looked good. Um. So yeah, there was. It was. It. You know. There's not. I think the first week there wasn't a whole lot of just major challenges out there, but yeah. it was good to see college football. <clears throat> yeah. And uh, I don't think we have a whole lot to look at this coming weekend either. I could be wrong, but I don't think there is. Georgia Tech, Florida State. Yeah, that was the Georgia that was the Tech, best actually, one. They played this, it. They that already it. played. Yeah, they played. That was Tech. it. Georgia Tech beat them. They beat them. Oh, that wow. was the best game, I think. Okay, yeah, thank you for reminding me. Because it had a delay. Yeah, delay. it sure was. Well, how about that? So it was a Didn't even know that was on. It was a lightning delay, and um. Uh, and Georgia Tech ended up winning. It, it 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 is weird to see Georgia Tech now not running the, the classic that's, Georgia Tech. That's offense. a good point. It's I just know. it's just look. It just feels weird, but uh, it was good to see them up and running around. But yeah, well, they evidently they needed to make that change because yeah. they just took down the Seminoles. <laughs> yeah, they it actually worked. Yeah. <laughs> Of course, you know Seminoles. They're 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 last year was pretty bad. Yeah, you know, first year head coach, coach from, Memphis. from Memphis. Yeah. and you know we'll see. George State's got a pretty good quarterback. I think he's a they true do. freshman. They do. They do. Um, 
I need two teams to get back on, on, on the top ten level, and that's Florida State and Tennessee. Yeah. I think college football is so much better when those two You're teams right. are in that top ten, top 15 year in, year out. I agree. Yeah. It was just neat to see uh, football in general um, because it just 2020 has just been so so weird. You know, yeah. I mean, and it I don't know. Feel like football? No, season. no, no, not at all. And for all of you that that follow high school football, that's it's been there. Yeah, and no, it's um, been going. You know, if, if now if, if you're out of that uh, that time of your life where you've moved on or you got yeah. young ones and you're not going to the local <laughs> high school game, then you might not know what we're talking about. But uh, for those of us that have gone to some high school games, you've seen football live, but to see actual college football, and we've had it with it with sprinkles, but to see a, the first big weekend of the ACC and others playing, um, it was just kind of neat. Yeah. Uh, but but the empty stadiums is something to get by. I saw where um, who was it? Oh, come on now, it might it was Wake Forest because you know North Carolina's got this weird you know that state's still locked down and all yeah. this kind of stuff. I would love to know the science behind this one. They allowed 50 people into the stands. 50? 50. And it was Why 50, even bother? It, it was 50 parents. Okay. And and it basically was the senior parents and I guess it trickled down into juniors and stuff, but when they showed so we're gonna the, stop at 50. when they showed the Wake Forest uh Clemson game, there was nobody in there except for 50 people and they were spread out. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, these 50 are parents, you yeah. know, but well, it, it was just it was just guys. weird how they stopped at 50. Yeah. With that big stadium. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We probably could have said all parents and just used the whole stadium yeah, and won't spread you let you them out a little come. bit. <laughs> but I, I I just love the fact that a lot of this is there's no science behind it. It's just that we need, we, we need to look right. You know what I mean? That's we, it. Nobody what, wants to be called out for being no, reckless. No, That's all no. it is. You come in with your mask on, spread out, uh, so we look like we're abiding by the rules. Uh, and then some, of course, not letting anybody and, uh, and Like in. A few minutes ago, I was watching this one of the NFL press conference. It, if I, I don't think you have to wear a mask to do a press conference. I, I, I didn't get it yesterday um, I mean, watching the tennis, mm-hmm. some of the tennis stuff that was going on with the, the U.S. Open. And why why are you wearing a mask now? Like, hmm. I, I didn't make any, in that situation, why did you put one on? I know. I, I mean, I, I, and I love to. You've been out there sweating forever, yeah. and it, now you're going with a mask, and, yeah. and you're not even around anybody. Yeah. That's what I don't uh, get. Yeah. And it's tough, too. Uh, I mean, I can only oh, yeah. imagine. You know, if we were required to wear one in here, when we'd forget. But I, I just, I, I just get comedy out of coaches forgetting at set times, and they, they pull it up real quick, and they're like, "Oh crap, I'm supposed to have my mask on. I'm wearing somebody out. I can't wear them out with my mask no, on." No, it's not the same effect. <laughs> Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba to the house. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Six minutes past the hour, Rick and Bubba. Thank you for being with us. A brand new hour has begun. I can't stop. And uh, we start this hour with the national anthem. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we at the twilight's last gleaming Whose broad stripes and bright stars Through the perilous fight O'er the ramparts we watched Were so gallantly streaming And the rock 
And Bubba show. Thank you for being with us. We have much to do uh, as we look back over a weekend. We'll gather you together and chat with you what's on your mind at the number that hopefully you've learned now 866 We Be Big. Uh, and we will get into phone calls today. Our website's Rick and Bubba, spell out the word and.com. Shop the Rick and Bubba store. Lots of new goodies are available there. Uh, a lot of you are moving on the Rick and Bubba brand new pajama bottoms. I uh, got a new uh, water bottle there, too. I think you'll like new coffee mug, Rick and Bubba playing cards, Rick and Bubba puzzles, Rick and Bubba mask. Uh, for, you know, you're probably going to have mask around till further notice. Uh, uh, new Rick and Bubba shirts, new Rick and Bubba hats, uh, and then getting ready for some cool stuff coming up for the Christmas season, including the new Rick and Bubba double CD. That'll be out by Black Friday for sure. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Eddie Van Adler, they've given you a kickoff hour, and they're here. It's a bittersweet symphony that's life. Let's bring in the pride of Cedar Springs, Alabama. Most of you probably know him best as the silver tongue one, the man with a golden voice, professional and cheaters man of the year, the inventor of pizza and a cup of Shakespeare's worst nightmare, and a master of the Kang's English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill Rubba Bussy! How about it, Bubba? How about you, Rick Burgess? Friends, neighbors, associates everywhere, welcome in to another edition of the little party we call Rick and Bubba. Yep, find a chair. had a good weekend sir rick i did it was a great weekend uh got to spend a lot of time with the lovely betty lou good and, uh, get caught up you know during the week there's a lot of passing in the hall so yep. Yep, uh, yep, you yep. know good to good to have the weekend i hope y'all did too hope everybody here had a great weekend everybody listening had a great weekend. yes yeah, so some things uh, a lot of you may uh, have heard the the promo in the first uh first hour uh dr burke's uh visiting with us coming up some people are wondering, is this now la- we're launching a new product, the Rick and Bubba scarf? Uh, that is incorrect. So mm-hmm. I just I want you all to know this is a, this is, this, <laughs> I know it would, it, it would be a brilliant marketing move, but to have her come on and endorse it, but no, that's, mm-hmm. that is not what we're about to do. 
Uh, we do have uh, happening today in the participating areas, and uh, uh, that's mainly uh, in Alabama, or it's only in Alabama, and it's not mainly, it only is. Uh, and that is uh, the Buffalo Wild Wings Rick and Bubba Charity Charge going on today. And, and there'll be a first installment of Monday Night Football at participating Buffalo Wild Wings, so that'll be good. Uh, and Good News Support Ministries, uh, working with the, the ministries that we've come to know over the year in Nicaragua and Peru. Uh, you can go out and uh, 10% of all the food you eat today will go to Good News Support Ministries. Uh, so go to the participating Buffalo Wild Wings today, Alabaster, Birmingham, Gardendale, Tuscaloosa, Hoover, Downtown Birmingham, Trustful, and Pell City. So that's going on today, too. And nothing better than, than eating and helping people. You know, Rick, that's one of the gifts I have. You are. You are. <laughs> it's like you were born to do it. Yes. Yes, I was. So you, know, you, so know, you got to share your gifts. Greg, remember the phenom. He, he doesn't know why he's good. He, no. just, he just does it. He just <laughs> it's always just natural. It. Right. It's just natural. Pass the sauce. Just and natural. Since we're going to talk to Dr. Burks next, you know, there's really – we don't need to get, unpack anything to any you know big degree here. We're just kind of, I guess, setting the table. But it looks like she's mainly – She's in the, she's in our home state of Alabama. She was, yeah. There yeah, was. Friday. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and this was mainly it looked like involving bars and football. It's, well, you know, that's uh that's two places that a lot of people gather this time of year, yeah. so it's good that we that we delve into that. So Well, what what's funny and I heard the kickoff hour touch on this a little bit. What's hilarious is there's no rhyme or reason to what's going on, especially if you Look at all the different levels of football, and they're all doing something different. I mean, it, there, there's no, it's well, not, Rick, it's yeah. not, it's not, I don't, I don't want to use this football so, term, but it's not uniform. No, well, it's we, not. We, we've only got her for one segment, right. so it'll be impossible to dig into right. it. But, but I would like to ask the question what is the science on this? What, and, and I know we don't have great science on it because we've never had to deal with it. Right. So, but, Everybody's doing something different. So what's right? What's wrong? Well, what, what's too much? What's not enough? It's interesting because if you, we're gonna try to ask her that. I don't yeah. know how much time. Like, we'll like have. I'm gonna, I'm gonna show you. You have to give the intro really quick with her title, right? I'm, so I'm, we can get to the well, question. I'm, I think I can just say Dr. Burks now, don't you? <laughs> because here's a picture from a high school game Friday night that was sent to me, and um, yeah, that looks so, pretty crowded. So so, so that's yeah. uh, th- that, and, and it was similar to the one you and I attended, Greg. Uh, oh, the, wow. uh, yeah. My. Where's so, that? At? So, oh, so, my goodness. Well, that, that's that's over by my house. But yeah. but anyway, um, so so there's there's no, and then this new thing. I love this new thing, the new fifteen minute thing. You know, the the, the new the, this fifteen minute thing. Now what, this is a new thing that says you have to be exposed for a period of time. Right? Yeah, yeah. You even if you're with somebody that's got it, that's got it. If it's less than fifteen minutes, the odds of you getting it are, are almost okay. none. Now, yeah. I thought. No wonder if our doctor that had it was in the hospital for three weeks would agree to that. Well, I'm ta- I doubt he spent fifteen minutes with somebody. Well, I mean, he may well, have. it's the six foot fifteen minute rule. Yeah. yeah, it's both combined. Yeah. yeah. But what I'm talking about though, if if you if you can if you can't get me at six feet, what does it matter how long I'm with you? Yeah. If six feet is safe, I should be able to stay there as long as I want to. Yeah. Right. Now that we've added a time component, so now we're saying it's like radiation. Right. Okay, so that that's a whole nother deal. Yeah. Um, that's, that's the new, of course, now, and then that makes people say, well, now, like I said the other day on the show, so me walking, wearing a mask at a restaurant is, is a complete waste of time. Because you let me walk to my table, which doesn't take 15 minutes. And I take it off when I sit down. Yeah, we, so, we did that this week. So why do I even have it on? I guess so when you go to the bathroom and you're in close proximity at the cash register or walking in and out or whatever, whatever. 
But I'm not 15 minutes by anybody during that time. Well, I know. And the, the studies I've seen said that you actually send things into the air about 19 feet. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-one minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba show. We're back. Thanks for being with us. Much to do going forward on the program. Charity charge in full swing today. Will of Meat is back in play as a brand new week has started, uh, and we'll uh, we'll get to the stories of the day. Doctor Burks uh, was scheduled to be with us uh, right now, but Deborah has not called. So we uh, we are in a holding pattern, and this is. Hold. This, this is where we enjoy watching head producer Calvin Speedy Wilburn. With uh, his new reading glasses. With his new reading glasses, yeah. uh, trying to, <laughs> wondering wondering where Deb is. So, uh, so I'm sorry, Speedy. I don't know. Maybe picking out a scar. Yes, yeah, so I, I, guess, I guess we could begin to just talk a little bit and just see what happens. Um, yeah. You know we're we're gonna we're gonna try to Rick. Um, how about an update on COVID nineteen? Where are we at? No, I, I don't. I have, yeah, I have no idea. I, I, honestly, and you know, I, I, I have been so disconnected this weekend. Yeah, I did too. not see one press conference. I didn't see one football game. I saw some what was Thursday night when it first started. Yeah, I saw that, but I did not see one play of anything over this weekend, other than. I guess it was Georgia Tech and Miami that was on in the restaurant we went to. I was going to watch Georgia the, Tech, I was Florida go, State. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, what did I say? You yeah. said Miami, yeah. but yeah, Florida State. That was, was it. Florida State. Yeah, that, Who not, did Miami play? UAB. UAB. Okay. Yeah, that's what it was. Thursday. I was going to watch South Southern so little. I didn't even know they played until they told me in the kickoff hour. I was going to watch. It's the only reason I knew it, but my nephew Greg's son coach. You see how involved I've been. Yeah, I was going to watch him coach the the Friday night football high school game that was televised, and I can tell you all that story. I got caught in the middle of a chick fest that broke out. And and I, I I saw it coming apart, and I knew it was going to cost me. Uh, but I understand that was a that was a really great game. Yeah, it was. It, it, it was that wild. Was it. It really and then was. and then I went up to to visit with my mom and dad on Saturday, uh, so they had the college football game on. So I saw that Florida State Georgia Tech game. I saw a lot of that. Uh, we ate barbecue and, and hung out all day. So they they had the the TV on whatever games were going on, and we watched a little bit of that and and watched a, a special on the the greatest rivalries and. Uh, in sports, which, which was fantastic in football, and, and people talking about Ooh, it, I love that was pretty good. Uh, and then I saw, just because I was interested and happened to be sitting down, I was interested in, in seeing um, a little bit of the um, uh, see how Tom Brady looked yesterday. I, I missed uh, the earlier game uh, for for Cam to see him play, but I, I saw highlights of that. Uh, so is this Doctor Burks? Mm-hmm. Okay, so Doctor Burks is is with us now. Doctor Burks, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. How are you? I am great. Thank you for having me this morning. Well, it's our pleasure, and thanks for taking time to be with us. We don't have a lot of time, so I, I think most most of our, our country, I think we've had a difficult time with, with COVID-19 because obviously it's it's novel, which means we don't have anything to base it on other than the what we say. We always use football terms here in the South, as you know, Dr. Burks, that it comes out of a conference that we're familiar with called the Coronavirus Conference, uh, but it's a new team. Uh, so it, it's kind of been, we'll see. And I think we all want to follow what we want to do, but there seems to be a lot of time, a lot of inconsistency. You know, it's hard to follow science that doesn't seem to ever solidify itself. 
Can, can you give us an update on, on where we are overall on the, the coronavirus, doctor? Well, well, thank you. And I think it, it's illustrated really well in, in Alabama. Um, and what I've been really impressed by is I think Alabamans know that they had a significant outbreak across the summer. At one time, every county in Alabama nearly was over 10% positive, which really showed that there was a lot of community spread. But under the leadership of Governor Ivey and the teams on the ground and all of your local health officials and every single mayor and every Alabaman who joined together to really mitigate this virus, just over the last five weeks, Alabama's gone from 54 out of its, I think, 67 counties above 10% test positive down to 19 so this shows that um, I, I know it's difficult. I know you're just absolutely right. We don't have game tapes on a way forward. But now we know across the South, if we work together as citizens, you know, we wear our masks, we socially distance, we really do those things that we know decrease spread of the virus, then we can bring this virus under control. And that's really illustrated in Alabama. And I, that's why I was back down here. I really wanted to meet with the school system. But we're not powerless, and I think what Alabamans have shown is it's possible to get control of this virus and really decrease the amount of viral spread, and you can really see that in this state. Dr. Burks, what what is the very latest on the search for a vaccine? Where are we at? So the vaccine, I think many of you heard, and maybe you may have heard about the um, the. the the UK vaccine, the AstraZeneca Oxford developed vaccine that went on pause, that is fully being um, restarted now. That was an important piece, I think, for everybody around the world to know that we're, everybody is watching these vaccines very closely, both for efficacy and safety. This was a safety pause. They went through the case very, very carefully and they have restarted those vaccine trials. We have three trials now ongoing in the United States that um, Moderna trial, the Pfizer trial. And I think you can see, you've heard from Pfizer um, that they really are encouraged by their enrollment. Um, Moderna is encouraged by their enrollment. And we just really appreciate Americans stepping forward to be on these vaccine trials. Now, they don't know if they're getting vaccine or placebo, and that's how you determine whether it's efficacious or not. No one knows whether they're getting the vaccine or the placebo, and that's to decrease the bias. Both the people in the clinics and the people receiving the vaccine. And so we'll be able to look, and again, it's not me, it's the, an independent, what we call data and safety monitoring board, will be tracking this data and telling us whether they see um, safety and efficacy in, this, in, in any of these vaccine trials. And so what's been encouraging to me and the American people should know, um, we did not, just like you have a conference with many teams, we have six different vaccine teams and six different vaccine products. And so um, one of those teams in that conference will win, we believe. <laughs> They're going to come up with a magic ingredient, right? Dr. Burke, let, let, we let, really want well. uh, let me ask you this. We're, uh, we're, we're conservatives. We're Republicans. We're Trump supporters. But politics has got into all this. It's sometimes hard to follow the science when the politics get all intertwined with it. Um, and we don't really blame anybody because, you know, we don't deal with pandemics. As you said, we don't have uh, game footage on some of this. Some of it has been learned as we go. Um, looking back, people have been critical. Uh, is there anything that you wish we had done different at this point, not being critical of the response, but just 
trying to follow the science. Is there a, is there a better way we could have done something, or, or looking back, do you think we should have done something different? Well, I think you were right the way we started this conversation. Um, there, you know, especially in the SEC, you kind of watch tapes constantly, you know, precisely kind of an idea of what everybody's going to do. When this pandemic came, I think the original assumption was that it would be like something we knew. And so really at the beginning, they looked at this much more like a flu pandemic um, where you would not have to test people to diagnose them necessarily. You know, you when you have a flu outbreak in Alabama, you only test a certain number of people and everybody else that looks like that person, you assume they have flu. In this case, we've because of this what we call a wide spectrum of disease, people from no disease evidence that are infected, so what we call our asymptomatic to mild to moderate to extraordinary serious disease. Hey, Dr. Birch, I'm sorry, we have a hard break we have to take right yeah. now. I know we got in a little late. Can, can we have a couple more minutes with you after the break or no way? Sure. Okay, hang on Absolutely. just a minute. Hang on we'll, just a second. We'll come back with Dr. Birch. More with her right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour, Dr. Deborah Burks uh, has uh, been able to work out to stay with us a little bit longer. So, Dr. Burks, apologies for that hard break, but um, so let, let's reset what you were saying because you're kind enough to stay with us a little bit longer. Bubba asked the question on everybody's mind, and and look, you you know this as a uh, as a doctor, you know, and, and I've heard other doctors in your you know that are your colleagues say the same thing. Science is science, but when politics get inv- gets involved, things get awkward. Uh, so we're not asking you a political question. We're asking you, uh, from from what we've been able to find out about this novel virus, you know, to Bubba's point, looking back on what we know now, did we handle it as best we could, or were some things that we could have done different? And you were expanding on that when we went to the break. If you want to reset that, you can, or start wherever you would like to. Yeah, thank you. So I think we've been really working together um, across not only the federal government with, but with state and local officials to really do everything we can based on what we know at the time. And I, I know it's frustrating to people when that continues to evolve. But just like if a new quarterback came in, yeah. you'd have to learn his plays. Sure. Um, we've had to learn the plays from this virus. And every time the virus does something that we're that's different than what we expect, we we change our what we're doing and move with it and i think the level of asymptomatic spread um went from what many people thought was 10 to 15 percent um to now probably well over 40 percent but in young people very high and i think this level of asymptomatic spread really has really forced us to figure out with every single state how are you going to find the people who have no symptoms um, you can't really contact trace them often because they don't even know they're spreading the virus. So these are really things that we're working together to do. We're working with every one of the universities because obviously most college students, if they become infected, may have such mild disease that they don't even think they are infected, yet could be spreading the virus. And so these are the things we're work, working with every university on, how they both diagnose students that have symptoms and how they find the students that don't have symptoms. And I think that's been the really our concentration over the last few weeks across the South. 
Dr. Burke, uh, if someone has had it and they are over it, uh, they have antibodies for this. Uh, how? What's the research showing us? How long are they protected, and how well are they protected if they have gone through this naturally? Well, that's a great question. I think for everybody in Alabama um, that has had this virus, two things. Um, please go and donate plasma. It's really important. We think plasma can very much help individuals. Um, We're still waiting on additional data, but if you were infected, please go to your local blood bank and donate plasma. So that's the first thing. Second thing, with any virus or any infectious disease, once you have it, you have what we call immunologic memory in most cases. And so even if you got re-exposed to the virus, even if you got infected, even in a little bit, you would rapidly control that virus um, and not get significant illness. And so um, we're tracking, obviously, we only have eight months experience with this virus, but CDC is doing an excellent job tracking. Um, we have a whole project looking at antibodies over time, and that will really be important. And obviously, all of these individuals on these vaccine trials will be studied for a long time, both to look at safety and the long-term efficacy of each and every vaccine. Doctor, uh, the plasma, I-, I know we're having good success with that. Is that fairly safe? And what if you've had somebody in your family who had it and recovered? Can you take plasma in advance to help to help protect yes. yourself, or is that strictly after you have it and you're running a fever? Well, you know that is a very smart question. So um, plasma and convalescent plasma has been used on infectious disease. Um, for, for really decades. Um, there's another thing that we do with plasma and we call it hyperimmune globulin. We actually concentrate the plasma antibodies that are effective um, against the virus and we put it together and we call it hyperimmune globulin and that can be used for prevention. And so right now they are making hyperimmune globulin from plasma, that's why we're asking people to donate. And as they do that, they will be doing studies to see if that hyperimmune globulin, that antibody that's concentrated from the, that yellow part of your blood, um, that, that when you go and get blood and you see there's a yellow part and a red part, that red part's your red blood cells, that yellow part contains the plasma. And really looking at those antibodies, collecting them, putting them together, and then seeing if they work in what you call a prophylaxis. So you're right on target. Um, that's absolutely a way that you can do this. Of course, we have what we call monoclonal antibodies. Those are specifically made um, to do just also what you just discussed, both to work like convalescent plasma, but also work potentially as a prophylactic to give before so that you wouldn't get infected. Well, the reason I ask, very selfish on my part, my daughter had it, got over it, and I'm just wondering, should I go get some plasma from her? And how how would you even do that process? (laughs) (laughs) Well, in your case, your daughter should give for the person that may need plasma that's in the hospital, but... Um, she can also get plasma. She's young. She can produce a lot. Yeah, well, yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My goodness, she's only like 21. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so that's uh, that's why we're going on these college campuses. These college students um, can be very helpful to donate plasma. They're really doing – I just want to call out the college students as I go on these campuses. 
they are really following these mass mandates. And the colleges and universities have done such a terrific job in getting information out to the students and the student body have been very responsive. When I was walking around Alabama and Mississippi over the last few days, I will tell you, though, the problem is the parents. So for the parents out there of college students, protect yourself, wear a mask, please. (laughs) Well, I was going to ask you that question because the the young and the healthy uh, certainly have got it at a high rate, but they haven't had – I mean, and there's always – if it's your child and they're the exception, then you really don't want to hear me talk about how rare that exception is. Because to you, it was a major deal. So I don't want to be insensitive to that. But, you know, I know like in, in our state, in, in the show, by the way, you can talk about anything in the country because it goes all over the country. But in our state, um, you know, we at one time we had a 1,000 new cases on one campus, but we had no new hospitalizations. So they seem to handle it pretty well uh, in, in the overwhelming majority. Is that is the herd immunity is it good that some of the younger, healthier people go ahead and get it and get past it? Well, the, the issue always has been with herd immunity. And just to make it clear, herd immunity has always been discussed from the standpoint of vaccinating people and getting enough people vaccinated. Understood. Understood. So that, yeah. The, yeah. So developing herd immunity to an infectious disease right now across the United States, um, except for New York City area, the number of people, even with the outbreaks that we have had, less than 10 percent um, have, re- have actually become infected. And so we are a long way from herd immunity. The only place that has a significant number of people with antibody is New York City. But if you look at northern New Jersey and the New York City metro area, they have three to four times the mortality rates of any other place in the country. So a significant number of people were infected in those places. And it makes sense because it was March and people really didn't know how to detect this virus. And so it was spreading silently. And now we know so much asymptomatic spread. But I don't think any state in the country wants to experience the mortality that it was experienced in New York City to get to that number of herd immunity through natural infection. We have these vaccines right now in clinical trial so that we can get to herd immunity in a scientific way by actually having a vaccine ready for the American people. Dr. Burke, I know we're about out of time again, but I wanted to, to ask you, I think we're going we're gonna to tackle this. We're going to get it under control. It's going to take a little time. Uh, I know the Spanish flu took, what, a year and a half for it to run its course back in the day. But is there... Should we be concerned that this shows a weakness in our public health system? Um, And and the reason I ask that, is there another COVID uh, further along out there that's going to come down the pipe? Or is this truly the 100-year pandemic that we've always been told was out there? So, again, incredibly insightful question. And so... After we move through this, and even now as we discuss it, we're really, one of our biggest issues is there's a disconnect between our clinical care system that actually sees the patients and our public health system. And really bringing those pieces together has been critically important. And I think in the long run, we really have to have not only a strengthening of our public health systems, but an integration of the information between our public health systems and our clinical care systems, because 
data is power and data is, is, is important knowledge to communities. And it's taken us a while to build those databases. Most states have excellent dashboards now, but we really need to really get to a place where we have an integrated data system. So we have eyes across the country on any unusual disease that comes along and it immediately is referred to our public health system. Dr. Burke, thanks for being with us. Uh, I know you have been in high demand, and you guys have been working extremely hard. Yeah, thank and, you for everything you're doing. Yeah, thanks for working us in. Uh, well, thank you for your great questions. Well, you know, I, I didn't want to say anything, but Bubba, he's he's got some knowledge in the science area. He kinda, <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't, don't yeah. let the nickname fool you. <laughs> thank you, Dr. Burke. Thank you, Dr. Thank you. Right, God bless you. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It is nine minutes to the top of the hour. Gabby.com slash Bubba locking arms with the Rick and Bubba show. Gabby.com slash Bubba. We've all had, uh, it seems like, the same car insurance or homeowner's insurance for years. Let's face it, we've just become robotic about that. Nah, here comes the invoice. Yeah, I pay it. You gotta have you gotta have homeowners. You gotta have car insurance. We don't even question it. Maybe you should. Uh, you might be paying too much. Doesn't mean you don't still have the coverage. You have the exact same coverage, but you might be paying more than you should. And and Gabby.com slash Bubba can help you, and they don't charge you anything to get you that information. G-A-B-I.com slash Bubba. Go there. Say, all right, here's my automobile insurance situation. Put that in. It takes about two minutes. Here's my homeowners. And then, bam, they'll bring up 40 of the biggest names in, in insurance, and all the biggies are represented. All states there, nationwide, progressive, farmers, state farm, travelers, uh, and, and, and more. Uh, 40 different uh, rates come up for the exact same coverage that you have, and then you compare. Are you paying too much? You, you could have the same coverage for less. And, man, we've got a lot of emails for a lot of you out there. On the average, about $825 a year that people are overpaying. Uh, find out more by going to Gabby.com slash Bubba or RickandBubba.com under the Sponsors button. Well, I, I want to thank Dr. Burks for being with us, but I, I think we all, I mean, but she was smitten with Bubba. Y'all I mean, are funny. I mean, you need to turn you, it down, Bub. You I, emailers are hilarious. Can I tell you? Thank you for uh, so there was your a, comedy this morning. There's There was mm-hmm. a connection with Bubba and Dr. Burks. There was. I mean, she yeah, didn't care. He was clearly. messing her name up. No, no she no, didn't care. No, I mean, you know. Burks. Burks. There you go. Okay? Yeah, there exactly. you go. Didn't bother, no, Greg, it don't matter, Bubba. Greg, Greg, it's you, good. You don't hear that when you're in love. That's true. Right? <laughs> I seriously went to Love Wikipedia to make sure. Also deaf. Yeah, <laughs> I went to Wikipedia to make sure she was married. Right. So I, right. Well, I think, I think she pictured herself on that pontoon, that scarf flying in the wind. Oh wow! <laughs> you, you know that old scarf. Danica Lodges. No, Danica Lodges. I think having a root beer float together. It's too real now. Look. Oh boy. Some of you in email was wanting to know why I didn't bring up the co-mobility. So Morbidity. Can't say it. Yeah, Morbidity it rate. Right. The co-mobility This is why you did not. So I just stayed clear of it. Right. You know, yeah. That and her name. Right. If you, <laughs> could have, if you could have called her the wrong name and then tried to say that, oh, that would have been great. We, we tried to get her to answer the question about what we could have done differently, and she just basically decided not to answer that. Well, she said – which because is, gets is a is a good answer for someone in a political position that 
uh, it's been a learning curve, and they're they're changing as they learn more, and that's that's the only way you can say it without your opposition going, "You were wrong, you lied." Right. Well, so, you know, and and when you ask a political person a question that you hope they're going to step outside of the politics, I mean, you're going to get what you expect. And uh, I knew that, but I still wanted to ask it. Yeah, and I couldn't break your heart by saying the college students are behaving now because they're afraid you're going to keep the bars shut down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that helps. You, you, you and the mayors that keep closing the bars on them for two weeks, that, that got their attention. <laughs> hey, guys, this you, stuff's you, getting serious. That's like a choke That's like a choke collar on a dog. Right. You know what I mean? That'll get your attention. But but based on what she said from, from a science standpoint, you really can't say any politician did anything right or wrong because you just keep saying it was unknown so all of it we were doing we were making it up as we go because we didn't have a choice yeah. i don't mean that in a yeah. negative way how no. can you not be making it up as you go if you don't know what you're dealing well with? I, I told you and i said a long time ago i i don't care for the politics of uh, the governor of new york or the mayor of new york city but I don't fault them because they really didn't know what they were doing. But but what you can fault them for is for us giving them that pass that they won't give the opposing party. Right, right. That's ridiculous. For for us to say, okay, you told everybody to come out. You were trying to keep business going. That's fine. But now you're going to hold Trump responsible for saying the same thing and be critical of that? That's ridiculous. Well, the greasy that, – that, That's called hypocrite. Yeah, the greasy Cuomos cannot be upset with President Trump about his response to New York. They can't. I mean, his response to New York was apparently more than they even needed. Yeah, because uh, they didn't end up using all it, the resources. Yeah. So I don't think they have a beef, but it's so funny to watch Cuomo suddenly turn around, and now he's the hero of COVID, even though you even heard Dr. Burks say the same thing. New York had major problems, and uh, somehow he's deemed himself the hero of COVID, which I don't know, and, and Donald Trump to be really? the, and, and Donald Trump to be the, uh, uh, the bad guy in COVID, and now how that happens, mm-hmm. we, we can't allow. I'm with you, Bob. I'm okay saying, look, all of us were making it up as we went, and we were trying to use the protocol of the past by saying, nobody panic, you'll destroy the economy. Right. And yeah. uh, and that's the other part, and Bob and I talked about this too. The people over in the science world, they 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 can't live in a fantasy world. The, the economic impact of this is part of it. You can't say, here's what we need to do, and then act like the economic impact doesn't matter. It absolutely matters. So you have to keep that in mind. Uh, even going forward, and some of the things we've done to businesses might have been necessary, and if anything's been done to businesses that were not necessary, or people's livelihoods sometimes is just an assumed risk. Hmm. I mean, well, you, I mean, you, you can't have you can't shut the economy down uh, and just tell people you have no. I mean, we've got people right now. You know what you have right now. And we t- we said this was going to happen, and, and and again, I don't fault anybody because they were trying to help. But the help wanted signs are everywhere right now, and you know why? I mean, I, I talked to at least five people over the last four days that said we can't find anybody to work. You know why? Because the kind of jobs that are needed, people are being paid more not to work than they were to work. And so they're having a hard – but, Chris, I don't know why these people don't realize that check's not going to continue forever. You, you need to go back to work. Uh, but you, if you look, there's help wanted signs everywhere. Well, I mean – you know, being good capitalist, if you're paid more to stay at home, uh, that's what you should do. And we've got to we've got politicians that can't figure that out. Bernie Sanders was one of the big ones pushing this through. By the way, you remember he said, "Oh, it was going to hurt to give someone extra three hundred a week." Mm-hmm. You know, 
And uh, well, it, it it's it's hurting our economy really bad. Yeah. Look, if you want, and, and then when you take it away, mm-hmm. it's shocking to everybody. Yeah. Well, I tell you, if you want to work right now, if you get out there and get after June 4th, you can work right now. I want to. I know. And you can do all right. I mean, there's there's people that are um, – I, I was even um, talking to um, someone that I know pretty well, and they, they were talking about some of the stuff going on with the schools. I mean, the schools, because people on this high-tech stuff that struggle, I mean, some some of these teachers that will go up there and just get on the help, yeah. the help phone. You know, I'm sitting by the phone to help, $23 an hour. Wow. You know, some of the people are uh, in the email were bringing up the point. Do you do you think that Dr. Burks was just caught off guard when she called a show called Rick and Bubba that we actually had questions? I yes, mean, do you think that, that just happens. that threw her, her curve? I'll play. I'll play. <laughs> I'll play the drop coming out of the break. We didn't get a line. Remember, uh, remember this. Bubba and I are still here. Off low expectation. That's right. Unless keep it that way. So, yes, they're always shocked that we bring anything to the table. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.